and there is definitely somewhere in here a threshold. Liberame Domine, which decodes to mean extricate me, programmer. We might dream of people and places we had never seen as vividly as if we had seen them and actually known them. We are living in a computer-programmed reality, and the only clue we have to it is when some variable is changed and some alteration in our reality occurs. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Flow Universe podcast. There's an impression of transition, and then you're propelled into the next space. Now, if you don't mind, can we get on to your question? Well, sir, I'm not sure I understand the distinction between reflexive and voluntary nerve impulses. Very good. Since our lab work today is a demonstration of just that distinction, why don't we proceed? All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Float Universe podcast. Tonight's guest... A long time follower myself of his his work on Instagram, restoring consciousness, and this is the 3.0. He's got 4.0, and we'll hear what happened to the other ones. So, welcome, restoring consciousness. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, Flo. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. We've tried to hook up uh, quite a few times in the past, and it just never yeah, has just, happened. It never really worked out for us. <laughs> well, welcome. Where where are you at? Where are you at tonight? Ocean City, Maryland. And you told me earlier you were you're living in a van. Is that by choice? Yeah, it is by choice. I'm kind of fed up with everything, so I'm kind of. I mean, even my followers, if they are listening, like I haven't posted in a few months. I'm just kind of just kind of taking a breather from everything right now. I'm getting to that point too, especially after the past couple of days. It's been. And I haven't even posted anything graphic, but just even mention of that Hunter Biden. Uh, the recent leaks uh, has gotten both of my accounts. I lost my ability to go live on both of those accounts because of that. And I had obviously the takedowns and the, so anyway, tell me about you and your accounts and, and you're on 3.0 and 4.0. What, 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 what's going on? Yeah. So I think I, um, well, you might kind of my past, my story. So, I mean, I'm 23 right now kind of got into all this stuff. I mean, obviously people who follow me know I mainly focus on the Q stuff, but they kind of got into this stuff back when Q started first posting, I guess it was 2017. And I was just following the drops. Like I never, I didn't have an account or anything, but I was always following along. And then I think it was like somewhere around 2019. It was before the pandemic and all that. And I decided like, you know, it's time to like make an account and try to like help people, you know, connect dots. Cause that's what I was like noticing in the, in the community. It was like, there weren't many people like trying to connect other stuff outside of what key was. And that's kind of what I was trying to do. That was my goal. And I was doing that for a while and I had a good run on my first account. And like I mentioned to you earlier during that, you know, during the election, when the, the first drop of the Hunter Biden content all on that laptop all dropped, you know, me just doing what I've been doing for the past couple of months is just sharing what came out. And then you know, the next morning I wake up, account gone. And then that led to 2.0, and I think that account. How many how many followers did you have initially on that first account at its before it got nuked? First one was short. It was like I only had about like four or five thousand. But then, like, and I was going to be done after I got banned. I was like, you know what? Screw this. Like, I'll just go back to just kind of following along. But then, so I made it the 2.0, and then I had a lot of people like 
found me and like DM me. I'm like, yo, like what happened? But I, there are people who are like looking for me. So I think, all right, there is like a, a crowd out there who's interested in this information. And I built a 2.0 up to, I think like 25K. And then that got nuked around, I think it was like right before Biden got into office. It was like that December, like right before the inauguration. And then right, right. Got nuked nuked January 6th time. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, right? Yeah, it was like the riot and everything. I don't actually call it the riot, but you know what I'm talking about. Were you there? I was supposed to go, but I got hung up with work. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I mean, yeah, as I mean, as it but, is, there's still people in jail right now as we're speaking. There's tons of people, uh, yeah, that lives have been ruined and changed because just showing up to a protest and then the government, or at least shadow elements of the government, just unlocking the doors and letting people come on in. You know, so. I'm sure we can get into that. So you get into this pretty young then, right? You must've been in your teens, your late teens, right? So how old are you now? Yeah, I was, um, I'm 23. Yeah. And I think I got into it probably my, like going into my, uh, 18, 19. College, so I think I yeah. Was, yeah, it was like 18, 19 when I first started, which it kind of sucked though. Cause I mean, even then and now I still don't have like many friends my age who are like understand this shit. So it's, it's honestly has been like tough for me personally, but I gotta keep fucking moving forward. So what caused your initial, a red pill moment or slash awakening or is it something that's just been an ongoing thing in your life have you been blessed to be super spiritual and you know like um, more awake to things in general not 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 so uh spellbound right i think my like aha moment there were there were two specific ones that i can recall and this was before like I always tell people like he was not the first thing I got into. That was actually one of the last like dots that I like connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing for me personally was I real like it was it was actually like porn and how like porn affects your brain. That was like the first thing that made me like start to question like reality. Wait, so did you come across an and article that, or something, or did it something that just intuitively came to you? Uh, I think it was it was intuitive because I noticed that porn was like affecting my personal life and my relationship with my girlfriend at the time. Mm, I mean, like totally. you just mentioned, I, I found a report and I was like, wow, this is like a thing. And there are actually people who are so pretty much suffering, like they pretty much can't get erections because they're watching so much porn. And I realized like that the effects on the brain. So many effects, but yes, that's definitely the tip of the iceberg. There is a whole rabbit hole of uh, what it does to you and how it affects your vibration and like relationships with women and your masculinity and yep, exactly. so many things. So anyway. So yes, yeah, so, so you get in this pretty young, and what, okay, so what was you said? Porn was one of them. What was the other one? So the other one was I, I came across, and I, this was just by chance, and then this is what got me into spirituality. Was I mean, it's on the Great Awakening map. It's tiny, and like at the time, I didn't know it was on there, but I came across the Wall of One. Uh, it was like a pretty much a series. It was a channeled series. There's like six different mm-hmm. books, I, I, and I, it was I really like the Law of One. Yeah, you've read that too. You know what's interesting about the Law of One? If you get into a lot of these uh, younger new age gurus on youtube and stuff and instagram a lot of them are just basically regurgitating the law of one i mean because i mean the truth is also if there is one truth to the universe and it kind of a mechanics to it wouldn't it be basically the same explanation but just kind of like different so i mean it would be everybody should sound like the law of one if the law of one is true you know what i mean yeah but totally i'm totally into the law of one yeah so that was my like you know that because what that those two things kind of how they went together for me was after I figure out the how porn was affecting the brain that set me into like the rabbit hole of like how much different the subconscious mind is different from the conscious mind and how how much more not I want to say more important but like your subconscious mind rules a, like a lot more of our lives than we really think 
So things like porn are really affecting that. So once I got down that rabbit hole and then I got into the whole channeling stuff, like it all kind of started meshing together. And I kept, it was a long path, but eventually that did, did lead to Q. Did you have a dark night of the a soul that lasted for weeks, months, and years? Or, did, or have you just been enlightened since the beginning of your c- conscious existence? No, there was there was definitely a dark night of soul, and I would say it was probably two years, honestly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was it? It was a long process, just like a lot of questions, like nothing made sense. It was, it is depressing, but like you know, that you got to go through that to kind of get to the lighter part. Why, after getting, I you know, I see you don't really have much of a financial incentive in this. You're kind of like me, just you feel compelled to do it, perhaps, and you you like doing it. I mean, why do you why do you do this account, especially after you get you know it's so hard to post because there's so many things. And I think about this often myself. It's like I'm so talented, I could talk about literally anything else and not be punished for it. But this is what I want to talk about. This is what's interesting to me, and I think it's also what probably is the most helpful. So why do you do it? I mean, yeah, like you said, I I have no, I'm not in this for the money at all because like, like, like you, you don't have like sponsors or do you have like a podcast yeah, or anything? No, like, what do you? Like, I have, what do you I'm, just the Instagram, I basically. To do a podcast, yeah, just Instagram, and it's just because. I mean, I feel like for my, I mean, initially my like thought was I wanted to reach people my age, and I thought Instagram was a good place to do that because it seems like my generation is kind of moving away from Facebook and Twitter a little bit. But I even I feel like the most of my followers though are still like people in their thirties and forties, and but yeah, I don't know. I well, just, yeah, yeah, I think you, I you're probably yeah. to just just reach people. I mean, cause I mean, you know, it's like this, it's a very like crucial time in our history. And it's like, even the little thing we do, like we, we might not realize it personally, but it's creating a wave somewhere out there and it's going to wake more people up. I, I think about that a lot. Like, why do I do this? But it's like, you know, these things I just take for granted, especially things I've known for like 20 years since like nine 11. It's like, okay, well, well, some people are, don't even know any of this stuff. And <laughs> you know, just a, you affect one person and you, or you just do your thing. And you, you know, I think really that's the most important thing is to just be as truthful and honest and genuine as possible because there's there's such a need for that in the world it's it's such high demand because there's so little people especially a lot of people and, and honestly i've been a little bit saddened lately over the past couple of months i've been seeing the truth movement from a different angle and a lot of people will just they'll lie for money um yeah. and that's what also is compelling about you and we were talking about this earlier that uh the links you'll still go to defend q um and that it's ongoing so what do you think let's talk about q for a little bit what do you think q is yeah so i mean i love this question because like even like as someone who's followed this since the beginning i still have a different perspective than most people who follow q who literally because like, there are people out there who think it's like who who are like who will stick to q like me like the rider dies but they think it's just q and that's it and once like these arrests happen or whatever it's over and we're gonna go back to normal life yeah. I try to tell people it's so much bigger than that. Where Q, like Q is this very small puzzle piece to literally a giant puzzle. And, but this, this piece is important because it's just like the, it's kind of like the stepping stone into what's going to happen. Like Q is not a person. It's not like a mysterious figure that's like coding behind the scenes. It's, it's literally a military operation that's been in the work for a long time, essentially. That's basically and, what I believe. But, but yeah, I want to hear your full on breakdown. I mean, there's so many avenues we can go here, though. It's like, like for a like, while, what, what, for a while, I thought it was a, and I, and I still do to a degree. It's part of the military operation, but it's a, it's a, 
some kind of like quantum computer or some kind of advanced alien technology, perhaps. I don't even know if I believe in aliens anymore, yes. to be honest with you at this point. I've had such a hard, a <laughs> yeah, hard, dude, who knows? and especially defining aliens, like interdimensional versus like, you know, like flesh and bone, like we are, or, or some version of it in our realm, you know? So, right. um, okay. So Q's a, a military operation. I agree. It's been ongoing for a long time, perhaps 20, 20 years or longer. I think we both agree on that, right? Yeah, 100%. It's been a long time coming. And Trump's a, you know, that was a lot of things too. People are disappointed in Trump. And I am too. Like, are you disappointed in anything that Trump's done? Or are you like one of these like diehards? Um, tr- well, Trump can do no thing, wrong. I was never, right. I was never, because my, here's my thing. Like, I've never been Republican, Democrat. So I was just happy to see someone like Donald Trump just come in and say, you know, kind of throw up the middle finger to both sides and say, look, I'm going to do this the way that I'm going to do this. So the way that I look at it is, you know, I mean, I believe, we can talk about rigged elections at some point, but I don't think it's just been the 2020 election. I think it's always, they've always been rigged. They oh. always have planted who they've wanted to be as president. For sure. So well, that was the thing, you know, they never thought that she would lose. Exactly. So I think that's where this whole military thing comes in, where they were able to step in and actually correctly count the votes, which allowed Donald Trump to step in, which were, which I think the big piece of this puzzle is, is that was, that was like kind of the deciding factor was as long as Trump's in office, the military can do what they want to do because they, they now have free range to kind of, you know, do the work that needs to be done, which ultimately is ending sex trafficking. That's like a main well, that's the focus thing. of what this operation. There's a lot of things that are going on that are just not reported in the mainstream. And you really got to either be following the right accounts or know how to dig uh, on certain Correct. sites to understand that there's so many things, especially sex trafficking busts of rings and, and pedophiles and, and, and online child things. And it's always happening, but you never see it on mainstream media news. Uh, but right. it's definitely, you know, it's ongoing. So, okay, I jump on Q around 2019, and you've been in since the beginning. And I, I look back, and I'm like, if all this shit is true, it's like, it seemed to me like they had some kind of looking device, like Pro- Project Looking Glass is a real thing. Right, that's I what I believe, yeah. You, you think so? Okay, so because I'm like, how are they doing this? Because, especially with um, Deltas and stuff like that, I'm like, these things line up pretty good. And right, it's, yeah, probably, it's, it's like- a disclosure of things to come. And like M- McCain, the whole saga with McCain kind of sealed it for me. Um, so I'm on board. And then the whole, then it starts to fall apart, uh, at least in the public sides, especially right around election time, of course. Q predicted that. But then it's like Q stops posting. And then yep. the election or the, you know, J6 happens. It's it's a hot mess, and a lot of people were expecting. They were like, I was I was like crossing my fingers like the day of the inauguration, and the inauguration looked yep. fake as hell. And that's the thing, like yeah, I still was... think everything's like so fake, and the, these White yep. Houses, why are they in the White House? Like, what's really going on? Yeah, they're really not there. I don't think we're getting a full story, so I still have hope. But I was like, I, I, I honestly, I was deflated. The inauguration and nothing happening. What about you? I mean, here's my, again, here's my like class half full perspective. And this is what I've believed from the beginning. Um, again, it's always hard to make predictions and everything, but what I thought is like, if you go, again, like you were saying with the Deltas, again, there's probably people who are listening to this who still think Q is a bunch of BS and they don't know what Deltas are or anything. So essentially what like Deltas are is like, like you were saying with the looking glass thing, it's like where Q is making these posts in 2017, 2018, 2019, but then like to the, de- to the exact day, what they were posing about would occur, you know, two, three years down the road. But then to answer the other part of your question, so like, I mean, you follow the Q post, you know, like Q is always talking about like, prepare for the storm, there's going to be the storm. Mm -hmm. And what I like, what I personally believe is, is like, we are going through the storm right now. 
I think so too. Sometimes, that, yeah, I haven't given up. I, yeah, I'm like I personally haven't because there, like, there are cute posts. And again, you can go back. It's like they're saying this in like 2017, 2018, where they're saying think 2024. Like there but, are multiple posts pointing to that. But here's where I've fallen apart recently is. You know, the documentary, I don't know what you think about that. What would you think about that? The HBO documentary. Did you watch that? I I started it, but I just didn't like, I mean, it, look, because I'm not a big Ron Watkins guy. I think that dude's a plan and I never trusted him from the beginning. Well, I think the fact he's, that HBO I, I, did it with him. Like, yeah. I was a little, little, I was a little fishy on it. Well, basically, well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that, uh, you know, anything that's on mainstream media stuff, especially liberal HBO, it's, you know, it's like definitely got a slant to it. You got Ron Watkins, Ron Watkins basically at the end winking into the camera saying, you know, I'm, I'm Q, at least the, the one who has access <laughs> yeah, to the account. And then, and then the thing is, I don't know how you feel about these new posts, but I'm like, you know what? They analyzed the, the hand or the, like the syntax of the different Q posts and they basically identified there was two different posts uh, two people two different people posting and totally you, the whole saga from 4chan to 8 coon i think that's where you get the second cue and that cue is obviously ron watkins because a lot of people on the second time around with q coming back and, and supposedly posting it's like you know what you can see that they have access to the trip codes and stuff it's not secure it could be anybody and it's more than likely the watkins because you know what's the best way to generate people coming back to your website and, you know, money and stuff is always where I'm looking. So it's like, I don't know. What do you think? Are there, is there, do you feel like these new posts are valid and it's the real cue? Yeah. I mean, this, this caught me off guard. Cause like I said, the past two months, like I really kind of detached from everything. Cause I just needed a break, like personally, but then you yeah. know, those, those came out. And it, so that, that like kind of brought my interest back in everything. I started paying attention a little more because like, I would say the one thing that I noticed is they didn't sound like normal cue posts. The word, like the Definitely. language was different. So I did pick up on that, but like, I'm like, I really, like, I can give you my opinion, but like, I'm no one to say if they're like legitimate or not. I mean, I would like to think they are, but like you said, they didn't sound right and they were fishy. So, and like you said, anyone could probably access it if they really, really wanted to. Well, I saw this whole theory of like, okay, the Roe versus Wade stuff comes out and the, the rights very united. And what, what's, a, what's a good way to shatter uh, the right is to re reintroduce Q into the narrative because Q, even for people on the right, is can be very divisive. I mean, I've lost a lot of friends over Q. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been in those shoes too, and I don't know, like the thing is like to, for people to really, and again, there's people listening to this who still to this day think it's bullshit. But again, those are the people who have like haven't read all the posts. Like I hate to say this, dude, but like, like I've read every Q post, and there's still a lot that stick out to me. But it's just like the, the certain things that they've predicted that like years in advance that just still stick to me, like the resignations. I'm sure you've seen them recently, right? Well, that was the thing. I like, there was so much understand. I came in two, two years after the fact and I go back and I look at two years worth of information. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like this thing is as, as legit as it gets. And I really, I honestly, I would have never thrown my weight behind it um, at that point. Had I not really believed. And then the lockdown started to happen. And I'm like, and then David Wilcock is on there going, <laughs> <laughs> lock yourself down hope you got the food and the and the you know it's, it's, it's know, was, 10 days of darkness are upon us right and so i was like hook line and sinker into it and I, and again i still believe the original q stuff but with, with a critical eye at least for me and really trying to be truthful it's like okay people are really forgetting about 2020 and i we really need that to be rectified before moving on yes. not only not only do these does the voting process need to change and get rid of these the rigged machines and 
uh, mail-in ballots and stuff, but you've also got to rectify the fact that they cheated. You know, this yep. this needs to be rectified. So I'm still in the 2020 camp. I know a lot of people are like Flynn or uh, DeSantis, which I hope not because I want him to right. stay. In, I want him yeah, to no. stay in Florida for personal reasons. Yeah, you want him to be yeah, for real. Because I'll tell you, that was one thing. People can say what they want, but he kept my state out of the hell holes of what happened to a lot of these other states during the coronavirus scare of the past two years. New York, California. Yeah. Places real. like that. He did take care of you guys, though. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, you obviously probably uh, tw- 2020 wasn't fair, was it? No. I mean, here's like here's what I would say for like the for pretty much everyone listening who is either on the fence or, or again, thinks Q's a bunch of BS. What I said, like what I personally think happened in 2020 was obviously I, I, you know, parentheses, they, that's kind of what I call the people, the shadow people running, whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously they were upset. Trump was able to get in in 2016. They were not going to let that happen again in 2020. It's not going to be possible. So what I believe happened again, if this is a military operation, they allowed them to cheat and they allowed them to steal the election because you know if the military is actually conducting this kind of global operation again this isn't just happening in the united states like we need to clean it up everywhere i agree they with that every, every uh, yeah move. like they had to be they, I mean, like this is said, a sting like, operation i don't know if you listen essentially, to x, yeah. do you listen to x22 i i did way back but like when again all those predictions were being made and nothing was happening i honestly tuned i started tuning everyone out and just focusing on what i was able to focus on well you know the only way i could and i don't listen to them as much because there's just there's too much to listen to that i it's like x22 is this constant blue balls it's like jerking off the whole time (laughs) nothing ever happens especially i'm like dude just say something about like admit that like nothing happened like i know like but the thing is he still can concoct a, a narrative that is, is right. based on true facts, or at least, you know, stories reported. Um, mm-hmm. he, he really does tie the news together, especially the, the lesser known stories and the narratives that nobody really knows how to follow. But I don't know if you follow the stuff with Flynn and I don't know if you follow Brad, but do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, again, I was I was into that, but I, I think about six or seven months ago, I just gave up on it. Okay. Yeah, I do know what you're yeah. talking about. Like that, that Flynn is basically an infiltrator and has, is, yeah, not... I, I do believe that that person, I don't, I okay. don't trust that dude. Okay. I don't know where you stood on that. If you even knew anything about that, because a lot of people don't know much about Q and they basically just right. take the media stance on it, which is every, the craziest conspiracy theories thrown in there with the, with the good stuff that is actually, I say it's just data that people can judge for themselves. Just look at the post line those yeah, line, line the stuff up take a, take away from uh some talking head including myself especially a liberal or a, you know a blue check or you know a mainstream Correct. media talking head go go judge it for yourself um and but the, yeah but then i do believe at some point it was hijacked there is definitely stuff that's like beyond belief that like again the john mccain stuff was like whoa just that alone was like i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm where, where do i sign up um, you know, because I'm like, holy shit, because I knew a lot about conspiracy stuff, but the Q was like really taking it to the next level with the some of the disclosure. And that's why that's why I will honestly I, I do want to bring back to this. Like, there was a question you asked me earlier what I, I thought the grand scheme of Q was. Mm-hmm. This is going to I'm kind of going to go left here a little bit. We, we can bring this back. But there was a and this was stuff I was getting into back in like 2019, 2020, when you know, we were locked down and I had nothing to do. But essentially, it was this lady who was, uh, I think she was channeling, and I, some 
trying, I can't think of the, the, the being she was channeling off the top of my head, but what she, the information she was getting was like, Q was like this oversoul in like a much higher dimension, like in the eighth dimension, like an oversoul where like, like me, I'm an individual soul, you're an individual soul, but we would all in, incarnate or reincarnate back into that oversoul. And this oversoul's name was Eric Q. And some of the souls that were responsible for was uh, JFK, Abraham Lincoln, and they say now Ivanka Trump. I don't know if you ever seen that post between Lincoln and Kennedy. There's like extremely weird similarities with their assassination. Yeah. You ever seen that? Oh yeah. Like I was thinking about that today. Yeah. So what she was saying was, is like there there was a soul that was a part of this Ericu and it incarnated as JF or as Abraham Lincoln. Obviously, it was assassinated because it was like that soul was trying to accomplish big things in his lifetime. Same thing. Came back as JFK. Was assassinated. And is now back as Ivanka. That was what she was believing. And it's kind of this Q is this big, again, this bigger plan that's being followed in from kind of higher dimensions, essentially. That's like kind of just condensed into a way where some people are able to comprehend this informa- information right now. But again, that's just, that's just a theory, but that's something I kind of, I bit on. Again, I don't know if it's true, but if people are into that kind of stuff, it, to me, it does make sense. I, I, I used to go down that uh, rabbit hole pretty deep. And, you know, the thing was, it was all taking, take my word for it. I channeled it. That's and, the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that was my, that's my like hardest sell for other people. It's like, okay, I can kind of get into that. Um, Cause we'll, you know, the next thing we'll talk about is psychedelics, but doing psychedelics right. a lot brought me, I think, into different dimensions or mm-hmm. vibrations of obviously places where they could, at least to me, I see like that could be possible, like channeling and remote viewing, definitely right. possibilities that, I can get behind. So to hear I mean, somebody, there are some documents about like that remote viewing, like you just said, like our government has verified stuff. It's like right, but, but I'm just trying to say like how I could get there in the terms of a belief of like a what is it, Orit Q? Is that how you say it? Orit Q, yeah, like like that's what I'm saying. Like, is that information that she was channeling actually correctly? Is she doing that? Like you said, for like viewers and monetary value, or or is it legit? Like, do we really know? Well, that's the thing. It's it's always with channelers. Take my word for it, and and pay me money yeah, to hear a, more. Big, yeah, for real, it really is a problem. And a people lot of people. Take, that's what I don't like. It's like they're taking advantage of like the movement. Well, that's what I liked about the posts themselves lined up with the news. That was like the, that was that did it for me. Everything else, including the JFK Jr. narrative, and there's so many different ones. And my favorite one is like he survived because they told him. Uh, that there was a bomb on the plane and he didn't really die. Right. And so he's like still alive. Cause there's, there's so many people that still believe. And I was on that for a I bit. I think he's dead. Like I was, I, when I first started, but like, it just, I think that was one of those things where like the media really played heavy to make people who follow Q seem crazy. They really pushed that. These kooks think that JFK Jr. is alive. And I, I, I've had the, this entire time. I've had people say, Oh, you really believe JFK Jr. Like Jr. is alive because you follow Q. And it's like, I know I don't believe that, but that was kind of this, push that the media did i was on board for a while because of the time traveling element i'm like you know what if they're looking at project looking glass who knows what they're really who knows what what's really going on i mean on. yeah that is true <laughs> and another thing that bothers me is so i had uh, yeah i had two problems which is i, I hate channeling uh, and, and like take my word for it type stuff and i also right. i also hate uh what was it damn i just forgot um but there's there's a few things i really don't like in the movement and yeah, and I just totally lost the second one. But anyway, it'll come back to me or it's not important. But psychedelics, do you ever use them? Are they good for you? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, um, my my past with psychedelics is interesting too. It, it, it kind of lines up with the timeline of how I was telling you how it's uh, waking up and everything. Because I started using them 
once I started learning about how porn affected your brain, I wanted to heal my brain through using mushrooms. And so I was like super, super scared of using them. But what, what kind of eased me out was listening to a lot of Terrence McKenna. And so like eventually I was like, you know what, I'm going to do them. I did an eighth my first time, had an amazing trip, one of my all-time favorites. But like when I was listening to Terrence, like that he just kept talking about doing five and a half grams in silent darkness. And I just mm-hmm. kept like, it's, I was just drawn to do that. So like my, my second time tripping, I did that. And I had an extremely like this crazy out of body experience where like you were saying, like I, there, there's something more there. Like I was, I was experiencing something more than like just this reality. So do you continue on with them or do you, is something you've, you've said, I've, I've had enough. And I've Oh put- yeah. I mean, so like from that, I just kept going. My third trip was eight grams and eventually worked up to 10 grams. I mean, we could talk about those trips later, but then what's the big takeaway are you have yeah are you having anything worthwhile happening is it just fun like for people that have never done it like like, what's the payoff my that first year i got into them i mean i I got into a whole of them it wasn't bad though it was like i was doing it every two weeks because i kind of your brain your brain needs two weeks to kind of reset to have the full effects again but um so i was doing five grams every two weeks for about three or four months and but i was having these insane these insane they were beautiful and they're very spiritual and like i was like literally connecting god like with god feeling god's like it was just it's very hard to explain on like the, those like uh those doses but i was yeah i was doing them for a while and that that's really what opened me up to spirituality and got me into it because i was not into anything spiritual at all until i started using mushrooms and so i would say yeah they changed me but the problem was is i got so deep into that hole where i was doing it for so long eventually i had an ego death but then like since that time you know i've tried tripping a couple times since then i've had I've, I've taken years off and like i just i think i did five grams so much my brain like just doesn't like i, I took five grams a couple of weeks ago to try it again nothing i didn't even trip so i would say like like don't use the way that i use but at the same time it's like i would not be the person i am today without mushrooms yeah I, i've kind of I uh, had a point in my life where I've had to stop for the past year and I just haven't had time or space to do them at all. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And yeah, I think they do. They, I've definitely experienced this where they, they kind of remove themselves. It doesn't matter how much you take, they become inert because yeah, you're, you've, you've run out your welcome or there's nothing else to learn. Uh, right. I do, I do think these things, they, they reach an ending point either that way or they kick you out through just horrible experiences. So it's like, it's like you choose the exit, you choose to leave it alone or, you know, after a while, because it really, I think, especially the natural psychedelics, specifically mushrooms, I can advocate for still because they're natural and they've been used for thousands of years. They don't cause brain damage. In fact, they might help your brain. That's what scientists are saying. And uh, what I've learned about the spiritual aspect of it is they give the person exactly what they need. Whether that's you, uh, like, for example, I've taken five grams, just like you, nothing. And I did all the steps at plenty of time between the last time, nothing. And then I take, you know, months later, a half a gram or so, a gram, I'm on the floor shaking <laughs> and crying. And my friends are having a good time because uh, I was like, and they're having, they had way more than me. So the mushroom that, and that trip told me, it's like, look, we control it. That was the takeaway. That's very true. I mean, it is like there's a spirit behind it that I, I really do believe. And the spirit says, "Yeah, I'm gonna punish you for uh, being so cocky, Mister Shaman wannabe, or <laughs> or the newbie." Like that's why that's why I have no problem. This, this is how I prescribe mushrooms to people. 
take as many as you feel like taking because at a certain point they start to kick in if you don't stop by then um because i eat them pretty slow and by the time i get to a point where they're kicking in i don't i can't eat anymore it's like physically my mouth like my throat <laughs> throat shuts at a certain point the mushroom's like this is enough um but some people sure. i can uh, you know I, I can't do it maybe you can some people can take like a whole handful and just chomp them down Actually, you- I, I honestly i like their earthy taste like I, i've never i've never mixed mushrooms with anything i usually just throw them all down there i used to be a purist just for the you know the quickest bang for the buck and you're not getting right. you're not getting fat you're not there's no there's, there's nothing else stopping the absorption uh but recently super i've been a fan of like mushroom chocolates that are done right where it's like you can't even tell there's right. mushrooms in there but you just got hit with five grams hell yeah <laughs> Cause that's, that's the hardest yeah, part for doing high doses for me is just the amount of material, material, material you have to take in. Like people that do like yeah, these 20 true. and 30 gram trips. Yeah, it's like, a lot to go in the stomach. How, how do you, how do you get it in there? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot. I know like one method though, that I do recommend if you ever want to do a higher dose, I mean, it's still what it's going to hit your stomach either way. But one thing that did help me when I was doing like, like eight gram doses was I was making like a tea and it's, you can yeah. process it differently, but it, yeah. definitely, it definitely still hits. Like lemon tech is another way. Uh, dice yeah, them way. Up. I've never done that one, but yeah, that one definitely, everyone says that one works. Well, be careful with that one. That one is like the equivalent of taking off on a rocket and going vertical <laughs> versus like the regular mushroom trip is like taking off on an airplane. You know, it's you can feel yeah, it. It puts like you in the back of your gradual. seat, but it's right. a lot more gradual. But in the, in, on the other side of the break, we will continue with the 5d great awakening map aliens more psychedelic stories if you've got them so cool well all right guys well we'll take a little break here and we'll be right back all right welcome back to the flow universe podcast thanks for joining us tonight or today wherever you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this we're back with restoring consciousness 3.0 and we were talking about psychedelics and yeah mushrooms they control the trip it doesn't matter how much you take five grams or 0.5 grams they've told me they control so that so yeah we were talking about when i offer mushrooms to people i'm like here take take this many and just see how many you feel like eating um and don't go over a certain amount depending on who they are and their experience with it but that's my methodology like a new new, a new person i would say no more than two grams um unless they really want to like you know go all the way and we've got space to do it and they've done all the you know set and setting and they had you know they fasted or they 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 didn't eat mcdonald's just right before (laughs) And then I would say, okay, crank it up to five. And then I would, I would try to vet people too. Like, do you have a history of psychosis or schizophrenia, especially with LSD? Yeah. Cause LSD and like the girl I was talking to last night, uh, we did a podcast and she's totally against weed. And I, that's understandable, Interesting, but in a way she doesn't need it because, well, first of all, she had a bad experience when she was younger. So that one, you know, you have a bad experience with anything one time and it's like, I'm good on that. I never need to do that again. Like I understand what it's about and it ain't for me. So, you know, I tried explaining her, I'm like, look, lawyers and doctors, a lot of people that you are professionals, you wouldn't even know it. Smoke weed. I go, I I go, I'm stoned. (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I a bad person? So yeah, she had a bad experience with it and that set her whole like perspective on it for the rest of her life. And, but I told her, I'm like, in a way though, you don't need it because she's so spiritual that she's talking to entities and spirits and stuff with being sober as a preacher on Sunday. So I'm like, honey, if you take LSD or, or you start smoking weed, you're only going to magnify that stuff. <laughs> For real. You know, permanent psychosis. Yeah, it's probably good for her to stay away from that stuff, honestly. But yeah, I think it finds the people it needs it. But there are, you know, uh, I don't cherry pick. There are lots of success stories and there are lots of failures and ruinations. 100%. So I don't necessarily... I'm not out there pushing them. What I recommend, it's a case-by-case basis, but I'm not out there being a poster child for the psychedelic movement because um, the verdict's out, right? If it's if I haven't completely gone insane. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, you, you uh, had a little smoky smoke right before we went on. I did. How often do I mean, you I... smoke? What's your consumption level? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's varied throughout the years, but I mean, I would, I'm... If I had to sum it up, I'm a daily user. Right on. I'm back on the weed, <laughs> weed wagon too. I enjoy it. And now would you, do you think it's addictive? A lot of people disagree or they'd say it's, it's only uh, mentally. It's not physically, or they'll say it's physically. It's not mentally. You know, where do you stand? Do you think it's addictive? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's addictive where it's like, there's other drugs that are addictive, addictive. I would, I would say it's a little if I had to say it'd be maybe a little mentally addictive. I could you, could you me, stop like, tomorrow I mean, if you needed to? No problem. Yeah, I mean, I have gone on like, and you know, I've smoked every day for three years and I have gone on like month tolerance breaks. Like I can do it, but it's just like, I, you know, I just prefer to smoke weed. It just you know, makes the day a little better. I know, but I'll tell you when I just stopped for more. like two and a half weeks and then I went back to it, I'm like, I was so, I was so like paranoid high. I'm like, oh, this is actually yeah, like being on acid. It's rough when you get back in, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I try to tell Not people. Really. I'm like, I'm like, there's so many levels to it, and there's so much nuance to weed, and it can be so many different kinds of drugs. It can make you paranoid. It can make you sleepy. It can make you eat a ton of food. Um, <laughs> it can make you. It can unlock emotions. It can lock emotions up. Mm-hmm. It it really is a very temperamental bee. She can be a very temperamental. Bee. I love her, and if you abuse yeah, her, really? she beca- she becomes like a whore. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I tell people Same all the time, there's a, there's a spirit behind marijuana too. Oh, well, that's why I tell people psychedelics and people that don't do psychedelics don't even understand what I'm talking about. But these entities, especially mushrooms, feels like aliens, like great, oh, like yeah. great there's aliens. Higher doses, you feel, you, again, you feel, you sense there's something more there. And yeah. You see it sometimes too. Now, what do you think about these people? And there's a lot of them and a lot of them we're friends with that are in the Q movement that are like super Christian to the point of. Like, I don't know, like, does the word, does, does Christ, does Christ consciousness bother you as, as a term? Is something you believe in? Like, what, where no, do you, I, I, what, what I do use, you believe in? I use that a lot. Yeah. Like, um, so, I mean, I, I was raised Catholic. I was pushed through all that and it just never, it never, ever, ever resonated with me. Like I was even put in Catholic school. I was there forever, got all my sacraments, the whole, the whole nine. But it's just, I, you know, the Bible just been rewritten so many times and it's just the story they push. I, I just don't think it's actually what happened. I mean, we could get into all that later, but. I believe Christ consciousness is a thing. I just don't think it's an actual being. It's, it's a, it's some, something bigger than what we are. It may have incarnated maybe as a human, possibly, but I don't so, think it was the way that they, they explain it. So w- what about Jesus? A real, a real person, divine being, uh, what, what's the deal or nothing, just a fairy tale. 
I think it, it could be a mixture of things. I mean, there's a couple avenues I think it could be. It could be, you know, a metaphor. I think I think the Bible and Jesus could be a metaphor for something greater. I think it maybe it was a person. And I mean, this is this is actually what my 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 hope is and what what I do believe is that there was some type of being, whether it's you know, Jesus, whatever the actual name was, and he came down and essentially was his his job was to help humans achieve their maximum potential where you know he came down and he was making blind people see he was healing the sick instantaneously and i'm thinking you know what maybe it's possible that every human can achieve these capabilities and jesus's role was to activate that and that's why they killed him because they couldn't have an activated human population you know i i agree with that to a degree a lot of my theory is and it changes throughout time. But when I was hard on uh, higher levels of vibration, because I think my vibrations kind of sunk in the past <laughs> couple of years, <laughs> uh, especially not living in the float center and my dad passing away. It's just been a rough year. Um, and I try to keep my spirits high, but it's just totally different. Like floating really, uh, living in a float center and floating every day really made a difference on a lot oh, of bad. levels. So having access to that as a tool is very powerful. Um, uh, what were we talking about before that? I forget. Oh, well, that's the spot. Uh, I, guess I guess your perspective on Jesus, what do you think? Uh, oh, Oh yeah. Thanks for remembering. Um, so the second coming is basically when you become enlightened, you, you activate yeah, the Christ consciousness, right. you, you activate the Christ consciousness within that's exactly. my, there's no, there's no, there's no end of the world in terms of like, I, I don't, I don't believe yeah, no. in, in, in revelations in terms of a, a literal, uh, no. what's go a lot of people like we're in times and to a degree, it's like, okay, it does. There are a lot of things. It's like, okay, Mark of the beast and, you know, a lot of these things, I, I don't have them off the top of my head because I was, I didn't expect to go this route tonight, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, I totally believe that Christ is the pinnacle of what a human can be. And it totally, just like me and you, just like it says in the Bible, we each have that within us. And Jesus says, 100%. even Jesus, Jesus literally says, even the least amongst you will be greater than me. And so, <laughs> and so that's where you, if you really are honest to look at an esoteric view of the Bible, you know, not just an esoteric look at it, but I've looked at many different interpretations, people, Baptists and Catholics, and I've tried to really understand what's going on with the phenomenon and, and having peak experiences myself, I say, well, what, what it seems to me is happening. And, and I'm not saying I'm in the same league, but these characters, Buddha, Christ, um, and others throughout the years are incarnating and they're having peak level enlightenment experiences to the point of, I think it causes them physical distress because right. they're, they're, they're barely able to maintain human form. They're so like, you know, they're, vib exactly. they're, they're vibrating so high, relatively speaking. And so some of like Christ's message is so powerful. And I think it's an upgrade. I think it was an upgrade to the Buddha. Like the Buddha is the mind and it's like, you can okay, transcend your suffering, but there's not a lot of compassion there. Uh, you know, it's like in, in, in karma and stuff. Oh, don't help the person. It's their karma. You know, you, you can go a lot uh, very deep into these just few statements I just made. Like we, they've argued about this stuff for thousands of years. And I think Christ comes along and, you know, people are dumb back then. People got to remember, there's not a lot of illiterate people to begin with. And people are very, very, very primitive, at least how we're taught and how we look at history. That seems to be the case. So Christ comes as this huge upgrade. Um, and he's basically teaching stuff he learned in the East where he was for like 20 years. Cause there's a huge chunk of his life missing and it's in the Bible. He's like, okay, he's gone. Like, like what, <laughs> 13 to like 33, he's gone. Right. Right. Where does he go? And so if you, but if you understand Taoism and, and uh, you basically like the law of one kind of gets there too, because again, it's one truth, 
which right. is G Jesus is teaching that. Mm -hmm. and, and so, because uh, for me, when this enlightenment stuff started happening to me, I'm like, how am I going to reconcile this stuff with what I grew up with? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is there truth to what Jesus is saying relative to this new positionality have on the, on the universe, this new perspective? How do I reconcile this with what I was taught at church? And so, yeah, floating psychedelics and other things that have given me peak spiritual experiences or insight has both proven mine and also proven, you know, has not invalidated Christ as, you know, the king of kings. So that, that works for me, but that doesn't work with a lot of people. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you, but I think a lot of people don't feel worthy at all. And it's not like even a thing of like, you know, they, their self-worth is so low that they could never. And also a lot of people think it's like blasphemy to think you're on the same, even close to on that level. But the truth of my spiritual experiences and uh, searching for answers is that's kind of where I'm at. And uh, I don't know. What about you? What, what is your, what, what is your spiritual cosmology look like? What do you believe in? My, my, yeah. So the way I kind of look at it is, I mean, there's similar, similar ideologies. You'll probably kind of get, you know, where I'm, where I'm coming from here, but I get, I guess what I believe is, you know, our so whatever source is, the sort, you know, God, what we call God, the source of creation, we're all pretty much just fractals of God. And, you know, we all, each soul just kind of goes through experiences, you know, just living as many lives, you know, just, I believe in reincarnation that we reincarnate over and over and over again. But I think what earth is, is, you know, until, until we of, wake up, right. Is there a point where it ends or is it just like this endless loop? Cause well, I think it's like this kind of like you're talking about the enlightenment enlightenment thing where I believe there was like, you, you kind of just keep leveling up as a soul and what some esoteric teachings kind of say, you know, earth is kind of like a mastering school. Uh, school for souls where we come through the veil of forgetfulness where we knew our purpose before we came here but then once we get here we kind of forget why we are here and all of us are kind of looking at each other like what is this place what's going on no one knows what the hell is happening and it's our job to kind of work through that and through the human experience achieve enlightenment and then you know again we're going to level up and go somewhere else and you know it's just right. going es until essentially we return back to God escape samsara and yeah keep moving on until you reach godhead right that's what i believe and that's kind of like every every kind of religion kind of kind of points towards that in one way or another not exactly that but there are similarities throughout the religions if you kind of i think the, the problem is is people like to focus on one thing it's like this is my religion everyone else is wrong i think no we need to listen to everybody and put it all together well that's how i try to go with it is i have a general idea of what's going on and then i'm given new information I discover something and I'm like, how does this fit? Can this work with my model of the universe? And if it doesn't, I throw it out. I don't disregard it completely, but I have a working model of things. And for example, like I'm trying to reconcile the secret space program with mm -hmm. flat earth. I don't know. Wh where do you stand on that? Do, do you believe in like a, a biblical like realm of, it's not quite a, I mean, it's not a literal flat earth, but it's definitely right. not a, a spinning ball and a void. What, where do you stand on that particular topic? Yeah, I've, you know, I've, contemplate this just well i think the one thing that throws me in for a loop though whenever i try to answer this question for myself is again like you can find this on the great awakening map is where it talks about the inner civilizations and you can find this in like ancient teachings of them talking about this inner world so like, i believe in I, that I, yeah right so like my what i kind of think what's going on is the like it's 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 greater than what we can fathom where it's like it's we're living on a flat three-dimensional plane but we're in some type of like 
it's spherical, but like in a fifth dimensional type of aspect where it's like, we can't even, what I just said, most of us can't even comprehend in our brains because it doesn't make sense. But like, I think, I think, it, yes, we're on some type of flat plane, like you said, but there's some spherical thing holding us all together. We, we just can't see it. That's kind of the, I think we're in a, uh, yeah, I think we're in a, uh, through the eyes program only where you just get to see through your, your two eye holes and you're like kind of in, you're not moving at all. You're a static, infinite being looking through your subjective, like human eye existence. So your two eye holes right. is all it gets. And this is the show you get your life and it's electromagnetic. And you're in like a room like on Star Trek, which is the holodeck, which is kind of just creating it for you like a computer. It, it renders right. as you move through it. And if you could render yourself like for example in a rocket ship far enough outside of earth if you, if you can even escape earth's gravity i'm just assuming you can i'm going with the standard model of what we believe as a collective sure. which is space exists and you can move beyond earth's gravity and there's all kinds of shit out there planets and stars and everything else that nasa has given us over the years i'm just trying to reconcile like i want to believe in the secret space program but i think all that money goes to underground stuff like that's the secret space not because because my my model is basically not quite flat earth but it's like a self-generating electromagnetic realm um, right. it's like a dream that is appearing before your eyes and it's karma based both this life and past life uh which is weird and i always i've had a problem with that like like i have a problem with christians saying you come to earth once and then you die and if you don't accept jesus you go to hell like i have a real problem with that like that yeah, doesn't that make any doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> But with karma, it doesn't seem fair to pay to pay the price for something you can't remember. That yeah. just so I've always had a problem reconciling that. So that's what I mean by like having this grand model of trying to put these things together, because out like I've even had uh, I've even seen teachings where you you can read the Bible in a certain way and it's a, it's a case for like reincarnation. So I've even seen that through a Christian perspective. It's not just Hinduism and Eastern yeah. thought, and I've also the takeaway of an acid trip is we're all one and I've kind of lived all these lives. I'm, I'm you, you're me. And, exactly. and for the, for the, the serious practitioner, you're this awareness watching it all. Like, like I said, this is a play. Like the yep. concept, the concept for me is you're in a movie theater as your awareness, like you're watching the movie, which is your actual life. But like, like, like a movie, you're sitting there, you can't stop the movie and say, okay, we're going to direct this a different way you're you're watching a life and this is a case for that there's no free will that you're in a, you're an infinite awareness in a theater watching a pre-filmed life which is your life but you're so like asleep or attached to it um that you think you're actually living the life it's a really complicated illusion that god's put together but many trips into the void have shown me that i appear to be watching something that's already uh been been filmed and in that case you're absolutely free it's one of the most liberating um, realizations you can ever have is to realize that you're not your body and you're not your mind because a lot of people are convinced that they're their thoughts and that's horrifying. Right. Yeah, it is horrifying. But you're actually watching these thoughts. And so, yeah, that's why I push the float tank. It's one of these places where you can get so relaxed and have enough space to get into a deep meditative trance and dig within. Like that's the, the, the Jesus talks about the kingdom within. And that's in that internal voice that's your guiding, at least for me, uh, the intuition grows a lot stronger when you float. Have you ever floated before, by the way? Float tank? No, I've been having one two forever. I've never had the opportunity. Well, you're floating around there and your car will have to find a place for you and to get that done. 
because you definitely on so many levels would benefit from that. Yeah, everyone, everyone I've talked to has done it. It's like it helped them tremendously in just in like many aspects of their life. Do you believe in manifesting? So I would say in a, to an extent, yes. I mean, I do believe we do create our, our own reality. Like, I mean, like what you were just saying, where it's like we have these eyeballs and we have yeah. these thoughts. And I think, you, like, I mean, if I think we live in a society where it's like we're supposed to have, or not supposed to, but they, they make it so the majority of our thoughts are negative and we think we're just nothing. Where it's like, yeah, we need, yeah. To, we need to think the opposite direction in our lives. You will literally watch your life change right in front of you. How's the van life? Any interesting stories? Any like, uh, I mean, I'm about three months in. I mean, I think the coolest thing for me though is I kind of like, I mean, I grew up like, I would say a normal American kid. I mean, didn't have like, my parents didn't have too much money, but I got by middle class. I was able to go to go to college and graduate. But I think the big change for me is once I kind of transitioned into this lifestyle of living out of the van, I'm, I'm now meeting other people who do this. Whereas before, I didn't know a single person. But then it's like, once you start doing it, you know, your reality kind of starts changing and you start kind of attracting those people into your life. So that, that's been kind of the coolest thing for me. It's now like I'm starting to find like-minded people. And I'm now like, honestly, before living in this van, I didn't know anybody that kind of understood anything that me and you have talked about so far. But people who live in their vehicles kind of understand, you know, concepts that we're talking about. So for me, it's cool. I'm now with you know my very own eyes seeing people wake up in the everyday world. So are you going around like this? The country? Or are you staying close to home and just like like what's which? How do you do it? Do you stay at rest stops? What's your deal? My so my my, my goal doing this. I mean, my parents forced me to go to college, which kind of sucks. It was four years of me being somewhere I didn't want to be, racked yeah. up a ton of debt. So now I'm like kind of doing this to to pay it off. Where you know, I don't have expenses. Like rent's crazy right now for people. I'm not paying that. Utilities are crazy for people. I'm not paying it. Right now I'm down at the beach, so I'm not driving right a lot. Like I find parking lots by my work and you know, I'm not spending money on gas. So it's like money I'm, I'm making is just going straight in my pocket. So my, like my long-term plan is kind of just travel around the country. I think out this winter, I'm going to try to have to work in on some work out there until I pay everything off. Do you work from home or something or for the computer? No, actually like I work, I, I serve restaurants right now down at the beach. I mean, I make like 300 bucks a night. So you get, add, add Oh, you're way. banking. So you, where do you shower? Like at a truck, a uh, truck stop or something? I'm, I'm I was I'm lucky in this, this. This I honestly, it's the universe kind of brought this all together. There's a there's a hotel across from my work that I can park at, like perfectly fine, no issues. And then right across the bridge, not even a mile bike ride, is my gym where I work out and shower. And then connected to that gym is a grocery store, and that's where I do all my grocery shopping. So like I I really do not move much at all. Uh, yeah, but I guess you, just, you one thing you can't do, and I I don't care about it myself, but no cooking. You don't really cook, or do you? I well, yeah, I have, I have a solar panel on top of my van that I'm I'm able to use a skillet on. So I have like a little fridge in here, a little skillet. So I mean, honestly, the only thing I don't really have is like somewhere to go number two. I, I pee in a jug, but yeah, a shower in a number two. two. Go, yeah, yeah, it's the only time I'm really kind of out of luck. What kind of van is it? Oh, it's old school. It's like a '92 Ford Aerostar. Oh, it's time. an Aerostar. So it's, well, it's, that's, well, oh yeah, that is, that's not like the big, the big one. So, but you would, you have like a bed. How do you sleep in it? Yeah, I converted it. I got like a, I'm a full size bed in here. Got a lot of lights, curtains everywhere. You should be doing a, if you don't already, a YouTube vlog. No, I should, I, I could honestly start. If I, when I go out West, I was thinking about it. You take a couple of weeks off and start doing something like that. Dude, I follow the most mundane people on there that do some of the most mundane shit. And <laughs> it's so interesting. And yeah, especially if you've got 
like I got, I follow a guy that just travels around and his commentary isn't as probably as good as yours would be, especially if you've already got a devoted following like Instagram. So as long as you don't talk about certain things, of course, you can't talk about pedophilia. <laughs> you can't talk about the vaccine. There's certain things yeah, if you avoid them though. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, God, I wish I was in a, like anything else but this. So I could just get on there and like, like these people get on there and talk about pop culture and Star Wars and Disney, whether they love it or they hate it. <laughs> um, I wish I was somebody like that. I'm like, man, why can't I just be brain dead and just not care and just consume and be famous Literally. on YouTube for, you know, but this is what's important. And yeah, so there is a threshold to get on this podcast and it's not like this podcast is a big deal, but I try to have it like real people. And especially you, you've been banned a few times. That's quite a bad, a badge of honor in my world to be banned somewhere or to have a, you've been through it. Yeah. So I try to keep this, even if I don't agree with the person or whatever, I try to have honest people and uh you definitely are honest and yeah i've definitely enjoyed your content for the past i think at least two or three years now it's probably been about two years since you've been talking to each other through the iterations and for a while i thought you weren't you trying to hook me up with or maybe it was somebody else but i thought it was you that was trying to hook me up with like the raven that cares guy the uh magic 12 maybe that wasn't you I don't think that was me. There, okay, it was another account that had like been had had another like long consciousness name. He had been banned like four or five times. He's like, oh, I've I, heard that topic you've mentioned before, but I, I I don't I don't know what it is, but I've heard a couple of people people mention that. What is that? Well, the original um, Majestic Twelve was this group of people that you know, high level in industry and government and military at the time that knew about the UFO stuff. And with the decision makers and stuff like that, like super high level, top secret stuff. Now, what I'm usually right. what, what people are usually talking about now is there was this account a while. It was very similar to Q. And it was doing all these drops and it was some pretty spectacular, like interesting stuff. It was even if it wasn't real. It's like, wow, like pretty creative person made this stuff up. It was interesting to me at a minimum um, just for entertainment value, just like to get my imagination fired up. And maybe that's the point of some of this stuff It's just like totally disinformation and spells to get you your you know your mind off anything you're on the track but you're not on the track yeah you're like totally being fed lies by demons but so yeah that's what that was was this guy who was basically posting stuff larping as and i mean maybe it was true like he claimed that he was channeling they were using the voice of god technology which beams somebody's voice in your head and it's like god is talking to you or demon or something and and he was basically channeling these posts and they were, they were similar to Q in the nature of like a couple lines of text and kind of vague, but there was some meat to it and it was juicy enough to keep you going. But And it, I have a book, it was like 600 pages long and it talked about everything. It was like adrenochrome and like Donald Trump's right. UFO is made out of gold. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, why do you think gold's so important? We make our UFOs out of it. Like shit like this. Like, <laughs> Like an alien telling you all the secrets. Right. <laughs> oh God. Is that that's the thing, dude? There's just so like there's just so much out there, and it's like it's so hard to really. I mean, that's what I try to do. Is like I don't fully grasp on anything a hundred percent. Like I obviously have my beliefs, but it's like there's nothing I'm fully committed to because it's like you just said, we, we don't know what truth is and what you know 
BS they've mixed in with it. It's really hard to determine. It really is. And especially now with fakes and memes and the media has no credibility. Like how famous would a TV station be that actually told the truth? Like on the level of like NBC or CNN, like even the, even the shitty ones like Newsmax, they are like kind of half baked. They're not full truth. They don't, or or, or it's not that they lie. They will totally not talk about something that's relevant and out there and should be front page news. And so like the, 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 like the person who tells the truth, and I guess that's, you know, the, the devil owns the airways. So you're not going to be able to get at a high level with the truth because the devil tends to not like that. Um, unless the devil can use you as a pawn to some higher game the devil's playing. But right. yeah, so, but the, 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 a news source, a couple a newspaper corporation that told the truth. Oh, man, it's 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 such short, short supply these days. And I mean, so the way I look at that, though, is like, I mean, the accounts like me and you follow and interact with is like we're like we're all trying to kind of be that news source. But it's like it's so difficult when everything we post, it just gets taken down. We get. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like, it's, it's it's very demoralizing to reach a level and then just the next day you're gone or completely knocked down back to, you know, Day really one, to, you gotta start over. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's horrible. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna put all this effort into making this post, and nobody's gonna see it because I'm shadow <laughs> right. banned, or it's gonna, or it's gonna cause me to lose the account. So I've, I've enjoyed Telegram, but then again, I got nuked on Telegram, uh, my, my first channel. Are that's you on? Te- are you on Telegram? I am on Telegram, but you're one of the few I know that's gotten doxxed from there. What's, what's your Telegram for the people? Um, it, I think it is just restoring consciousness, but if you go to my, uh, Instagram, I have the link in my bio. Yeah, I am like, I'm, I'm way more active on telegram just cause it's so much easier to share information that way. I love telegram. I love being able to just take a file, one click and share it or yeah, it just awesome. download it. I love right. it. I love telegram, even though it's just like everything else, probably a honeypot. Um, yeah. and, and, and that was one of my problems with Q too. It's like, okay. Like I, I was really just trying to be critical. I'm like, okay, this is a total, this is a super honeypot. Like January 6th, super honeypot. Like all the, all the people that fell for that, uh, they got sucked in for, for, for good reasons. It's like, I don't blame them because it's like a soldier that goes to war. Yeah, they thought they were doing something good. and then... They don't know they're going to war for dirty bankers. They right. think that they're, you know, for freedom and for God and country, you know, for like the right reasons, for moral upstanding right. reasons. So in that respect, until they become conscious of it, they're blameless in the, because of their beliefs. They're innocent. They're not uh, doing it for, you know, they're selling their soul or, or, you know, horrible, horrible things. Right. Well, cool, man. Uh, officially come on here. You definitely, I try to get people. Uh, there's very few people that have not done a round two that I want to do a round two with. There's a few that are like, I'm not friends anymore because of the Q stuff. Um, right. <laughs> Well, I was friends with a lot of communist memers before, um, like 2018, 2019. Right around the Trump time, I was, especially in 2016, I was just riding the fence, being quiet. That was apolitical. Yeah. And then Trump came on, and that was just cancer. So even though, <laughs> even though, even though I liked him and I and I supported what he was doing, everybody around me was just like crucifying anybody that even mentioned Trump in a in a. It was bad for a while. In a good way. It was real bad. So, I mean, you know what? I'm just going to continue to keep my mouth shut and stay on the fence here. And and everyone's God and and enlightened, so it doesn't matter. But then, yeah, the lockdowns and 
QAnon gets heated up and it just really hit a tipping point from in March of 2020 and in April that, that, that and the rioting and the George Soros putting the bricks out and Q, <laughs> Q predicting everything and the ballot being in the, the, rig, the rigging and the ballot stuffing at 3 a.m. It's just a nightmare. And uh, yeah, an, I think that's probably a good, good spot to end it. Cause I mean, the way, the way I would say is I was going to bring this up earlier and I forgot is, I mean, I know people are on the fence on Q. Some people don't believe it. Some are full so fully on board but like what i would say is again i don't like i think people like to put all this focus on trump and i still like to believe that he's not the mastermind behind this he was just kind of getting in there so he can take care of business and honestly like what i think what is coming forward is like once we get through the midterms i think things will start to pick up a little more and again it's not gonna it's not gonna be about donald trump this whole thing isn't about donald trump it's yeah, just I hate proving when, to the people yeah i hate when people get wrapped it's, up it's in the elections it's it's when this all comes out it's not going to be about him it's going to be the government has been working against the American people from the beginning. And that's all eventually what I believe in 2024, all this is all going to come out. And again, way more bigger than Trump, way more bigger than Q, but well, the I hope years it, are going to get bumpy. I think, I think so too. I hope it comes out before. I hope we get some election, hope, but, uh, you know, something on this election before 2024. Yeah. You, got, I, you really, case. you really hope so. Um, but you never know. Who and knows? It's God's timing that we can't we can't rush it. It's gonna happen when it happens. Yes, it's, it's destined to. It's destined to happen at some point. The awakening is happening as we're speaking. Definitely, I would agree with that. The, the awakening is happening. Nothing can stop what is coming, and the best is yet to come, as Trump would say. Hell yeah! So, all right. Well, restoring consciousness 3.0. Thanks for being here tonight. Enjoy the Thanks van life. Me. I, I do appreciate. It. Hell yeah, though. Amen to that. But yeah, it was great having you. Uh, the Q fans that are still hanging on there probably appreciated it. <laughs> and welcome, Restoring Consciousness fans. Uh, we are going to continue to restore consciousness. And you are enlightened. Thanks again. Uh, have a great night. And we'll see you next time. Don't